Society's 31 Days of Horror. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. East Society Podcast, 31 Days of Horror. Um, If you guys listened to our last episode, Brian and I, uh, the brood one, um, I had mentioned a movie about, uh, about these kids touching people and, and you burn, burning them up. Uh, I was flipping around Peacock and I found the film. It's called The Children. It's time you believed in a new kind of horror. The horror of the children. Something you wouldn't dare to imagine has happened to the children. Pray you never meet them. The children rated R. Alright, this film came out in 1980. I don't remember where I saw it. it. Um, it was either at the drive-in or I'm picturing the drive-in is where I seen this. Uh, I know I saw it again when it came on, like up all night or one of those crazy late-night TV shows. Creature features, or oh, excuse me, or one of them. But anyway, the 1980s uh, horror sci-fi, the children. A busload of school children drive through a cloud of nuclear waste, which transform transforms them into atomic zombies with flesh melting hugs. <laughs> okay, that was uh, IMDb or uh, Google. Let's go over to IMDb. A nuclear plant leak turns a busload of children into murderous atomic zombies with black fingernails. Uh, what does the poster say? The children. Something terrifying has happened to the children. Pray you never meet them. Alrighty. This was... What the hell? Okay. Oh, this was directed by Mark... Ooh. <laughs> Kalmanowitz, Kalman- oh, I, I can't, I don't know how to say that, that last name, but um, this stars, uh, there was a couple people in this that I, that I re- recognized. Hold on, I think this guy was, oh, excuse me, I think this guy was in the thing, and yes, he was. Okay, anyway, uh, Martin Shakur. Uh, he plays John Fremont. I believe he was in, he was John Travolta's brother um, in Saturday Night Fever. Also stars Gil Rogers, Shannon Boylan, Gail Garnett, uh, Tracy Grizzle, Joey, Joey Gallum, Carla Evans, Jephthah Evans, Sarah Albright, Nathaniel Albright. Damn, a lot of brothers and sisters in this uh peter maloney he was a guy that was in um the thing and a bunch of other people all right the the children again okay um yeah i got this mixed up with the brood but you guys already heard that thing but uh, i guess this is a sci-fi horror film 
Um, in the beginning of it, I want to say it was produced by um, what the heck? Uh, Trauma. Um, I could be wrong. I, I must have completely missed all that when when it came on the screen. But I thought it said Tromaville. I mean, it, it seems like a Tromaville movie, but it's uh, it is not. Um, let me uh, pull this up really quick and get to the beginning and see because I don't, uh, I don't remember if it was or not. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, oh, this is streaming on Peacock. If you guys have okay, see Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz presents. Um, well, it doesn't say. Oh, well, it does. A trauma team release. I'm watching the, the very beginning of the, of this film. Okay. Albright Films is uh, who uh, put this all out. But um, the children. All right. Uh, what I remember um, as, a, as a kid when I was watching this, uh, what, I came out in 80, oh, what, nine years old? I remember watching this kind of being a little freaked out about how the kids looked. The kids, they didn't look like nothing um, weird or anything. I mean, they, they kind of had like a pale face and kind of like um, a little maybe some makeup around their eyes to make their eyes look dark uh, around their eyes, not the actual eyeball. And I remember their fingers, fingernails, had they were black. And... When you see trauma, you just think of the this really, really off the wall acting and the crazy blood and guts in this one. This one tried to be really serious, so I was I was expecting. Oh, hey, excuse me, I was expecting trauma. Um, but uh, it was far from the craziness of of trauma films. Like, have you seen Toxic Avenger, Terra Firmer? Romeo and Juliet and stuff like that. How how when those when those guys act in that they're like really going for it, and it's just like now nah, this one was was a serious uh, a serious film. The thing that I, I mean, I like the movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, the thing that I love the most as I was watching this, I was really listening to the the music, the score, and I was like, did they just? Take all the music from the original Friday Thirteenth, which came out in the same year, nineteen eighty. I was thinking, did they just take all that music and then just throw it into this one? Uh, but once the movie was over, that's when I started doing my research. Harry Manfredini did this music, so and some trivia. They're saying that's why it sounds so much like Friday Thirteenth. Uh, Harry Manfredini, awesome, awesome composer. I met him a couple years ago at, was it River, Riverside Fright or so? I don't know, some little horror con. Mike and I, we met him there, and he signed my uh, Friday the 13th book. And he was an awesome, awesome guy. Talked to him for a little bit. He was really cool. But I'm sorry, everyone. I'm recording this late. <laughs> so that's why I keep yawning. Um, but, uh, the, the, the beginning of the film, it's, uh, we see these two guys, 
uh, these two workers and they're working at a chemical plant in uh, New England in the town of Ravensback. Um, they kind of like just doing their job and they just kind of, you know what? Hey man, let's, let's call it a day and let's get out of here. So they kind of just clock out and then they, they head out. So whatever, you don't really see what they're doing. They're kind of just walking down the stairs and all right, let's go home. But uh, we see them leave. Then we see the, the camera pulls back and we see these pipes and then we hear like a and we see something leaking from one of the pipes. Um, and it was uh, pressure. It was like, unfortunately, a large buildup. I'm reading on Wikipedia. A large buildup of pressure leaks from one of the pipes and starts to form a yellow toxic cloud that drifts across the ground. Yeah, we see it kind of falling, and then it's just, it, it looks just like condensation off of a pipe, but it's special effects and everything. I mean, again, the Boys and Girls is an all or nothing days where they had to, no CGI, none of that. They had to make everything uh, all by hand and everything. So, but, so, gosh, ugh, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I don't know why I keep yawning all of a sudden, but uh, expect more. Uh, I am not a professional. I know I've been doing this for years, but if you've been listening to the show this long, you know how I am. Anyway, so just they take off, and then all of a sudden, this it, the, the leak and everything. Uh, we're kind of introduced to um, the local sheriff and uh, this other guy um, named John Fremont and all them. But we see um, a busload of kids. Uh, just kind of just driving down, driving, driving home after school. They're all singing. It was like 100 bottles of beer on the wall or whatever they were singing. And uh, all of a sudden, this the the this uh, the the bus we driving down the road. We see this big, huge, um, like yellow smoke mist, and uh, the bus driver doesn't really know what it is, and it just drives right through it, and then. That's pretty much it. Um, uh, after Billy Hart and the local sheriff find the idol. Okay, wait, 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 wait I jumped ahead. Um, ours build up a yellow toxic cloud and drifts across the ground. Meanwhile, a school bus is taking children home after dropping off one child. One child off. Five children are left on the bus. After, and that's when it drove through the, uh, the big yellow cloud. After Billy Hart and the local sheriff finds... The bus idling, abandoned near a cemetery. Her rate, he radios his deputy and dispatcher. Billy orders a roadblock at the intersection of the main highway and the lone road leading to town. Recruiting a couple of armed locals, believing that the children were possibly kidnapped. So, yeah, I mean, people start like, well, my kids aren't didn't show up. Uh, So what's up? Um. People say, well, we saw the bus and we saw the kids, but they never came home. So that's when the the the, co- or the sheriffs go looking and they see the bus. It's kind of just off to the side of the road. And then they, they get there and they one of the, the sheriff goes through, looks through. He doesn't see anything. It's like all the kids, books, bags and everything are still on the bus and the bus is still going. So they're kind of like, OK, whatever. Um, Let's just block off these roads and see see what we can do. Uh, well, John and Billy are on the road. They encounter Janet Shore standing in the middle of the road, who is dazed like the other zombified children. Uh, pale face and apparently stunned as they put her in the car to drive her home. 
All right, yeah, when when the cops are kind of driving around, they find this one little girl, and she's just like, just doesn't really do anything. And they're kind of like, you, they were talking to her, but she's, she's not saying nothing. So they're like, okay, whatever. All right, it turns out that Janet is not yet fully transformed into a radioactive zombie, but she gradually changes into one during the ride. Um, after they stop, she attacks Sheriff Hart and is able to dodge her while she flees the vicinity. Yeah, so while she was sitting there, she was kind of just like, they were talking and she wasn't answering. And then, um, I don't know why it took her so long to change. It seemed like everyone else went through that crowd cloud and poof, instantly became a little zombie kid. Um, they they didn't look all gross or anything. They just, like I said, pale face, kind of dark darkness around their eyes and the black fingernails. <laughs> but when she does start to, she starts uh, to reach for the sheriff, and he's like, "What?" And he get the fuck off me, or he doesn't. She doesn't touch him, but he gets the, the hell out of there. So, and then she just like cut cuts out. Um, and then as as the movie goes on, it says uh, eventually the zombified Alan, Tommy, and Paul, the, those are the, those are the other kids, meet and, and walk together. They are then spotted by the deputy who radios the station, but is soon killed. Yeah, so. Once uh, the little zombie kids kind of meet up again with each other, the deputy sees them and he's like, hey, man, they're they're over here on whatever, whatever road. Get over here. So they. Uh, they, were, they were spot of his deputy. OK, yeah. So he's like, hey, kids, uh, where you been? What happened? And, da, da, da. and then they kind of turn around and then and then they, they touch him or like hug him and then then. They're, the body's like, ah, and then uh, this it's kind of like an off-screen type of thing. But when the camera goes back to the body, it's like they're, they're uh, like, um, like a radiation burns uh, of their skin. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, the, the, for today's uh, special effects, the, the, the uh, it doesn't look good. It it looks cheesy, but hey, in in nineteen eighty, it it looked cool. <laughs> so, but so he ends up uh, he ends up getting killed, and then the kids all take off. So they're still trying to figure out what's going on, uh, who, who what how where the kids went, uh, that disappeared to. I mean. They kind of mention on the news that there was a accident at the uh, at the nuclear power plant or the chemical plant. So um, we are we are they are aware of that, but they're not really thinking much of of that whole situation. There, they figure that they can handle it on their own. They're still too busy looking for all the kids and everything. Um, the main guy, he has uh, it's him. Uh, his daughter was one of the ones on the bus. His name is John, and his wife, uh, she is at home and she's pregnant. And uh, the younger, the the younger kid, Tommy, he's the only one that made it home. So they're all still trying to just figure out uh, what's going on. Um, the John tells his wife, like, "Look, um, we'll find her. We'll find them. So don't don't worry. So just hang hang loose, and uh, we'll do what we got to do." So John and the sheriff are out uh, looking around. They end up pulling up to uh, to the deputy's uh, his little squad car, 
and they uh, find him, and he's laying out in the bushes all burned up and everything. It's like the kids just like barely touch him or like just touch him really, and then sah. And then when the camera goes back, we see their faces and and all their skin is all bloody and burnt up and everything. So when the sheriff and John find the deputy, they're still like, they don't know what the fuck's going on. They're just, all right, well, there's obviously something uh, doing this. I mean, they didn't say, oh, there's a killer out there mutilating people. They just, at this point in in the movie, they don't don't know what's happening. Uh, So this is going on, and they're still trying to find the kids. So uh, they start doing, uh, this all kind of happens like in one day. They start going around, looking around, uh, John and the sheriff. Um, they go to uh, other houses to see what's going on. And then they uh, they start finding uh, other people that are all burned up uh, with the radiation burns and everything. And it, it turns out to be some of the kids' parents uh, that they go home and they go, oh, mommy, daddy, and, shh, and then they get burned up. So when they're finding all of them, um, they're still clueless on who's doing this and what the hell's going on. That was one part that was pretty ruthless when they found this one lady burned up in her house. Um, they hear something in the closet. So John goes over to the door and they hit cause they hear like a thumb and then he opens it and out jumps this dog and the sheriff pumps a couple slugs into him. Doesn't kill the dog. The dog's already dead, but we see that the dog is burned up. Uh, in the face. So obviously one of those little kids uh, touched the dog. So while they're still running around doing that, other townspeople are, are meeting with the kids and, uh, and, the, and also getting uh, touched and burned up and everything. But they did start to, they were, the sheriff and John were warning, warning the town like, hey, there's something going on. So you guys really need to uh, keep an eye out for anything strange. So when the the sheriff and John are driving down the road, that's when they they find the the little girl that hasn't really turned all the way. Um, I'm I'm trying to just skim through, <laughs> we skim through this. Uh, they end up going to uh, one of their friends' house, and then when they when they go in there, they they see that somebody was cooking dinner, but nothing out of the ordinary. So they're they're really looking around. And then um, they go to the backyard and they find another guy, another body uh, laying there and his uh, face is all melted and and all that. So they're like, oh, man, what the hell's going on? So this is when the sheriff is outside with the with the girl in the car. And then she like seems normal. But then when she uh, hurt, we see the camera goes to her fingers and we see that they they turn black and then he he jumps out uh, and then she runs away. Uh, we go back to the house where um, John's wife is. She's doing her thing there, uh, just kind of get ready. Her son is upstairs uh, getting ready to go to bed, and she starts to hear things uh, around the house. And, we, and outside, we see that uh, her daughter is uh, coming home. She's walking around outside, but the, the, her mom doesn't really know. There was a, uh, another lady that worked at the liquor store um, when they, they went to go tell her to uh, uh, be careful of there's some some something crazy going on outside and everything. So so be uh, careful. But when 
she's uh, at her 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 liquor store. She's kind of just she's loaded up with a shotgun, and she's trying to just uh, uh, be ready for whatever's coming. But then all these uh, the three of the little kids come showing up, and then she gets on the radio and tells the sheriff, "Hey, the kids are here!" So she's all happy uh, because again, at this point, the sheriff and John still don't know what's going on. Uh, well, no, at this point, um, they do know it's uh, it's it's the kids. Uh, but that are doing it because that one girl that that came to all creepy in the back seat, but the la- the old lady that that's working in the in the liquor store, I think her name was Molly. She goes outside because she sees the kids, and um, they didn't tell. Well, they when she said, "Hey, the kids are here and everything's all good," she kind of just set her microphone and then ran outside as the sheriff's like, "Don't go out there, no, don't, don't." But it's too late. Uh, we don't see her. Uh, get killed but we obviously assume she she's dead so we go back to the house where john's wife is she's uh doing her thing and her daughter's tr- still trying to get in the house but uh she doesn't know what's going on i think it's weird this lady i know these are different times <laughs> everyone but this lady's pregnant uh getting ready to uh, to have birth and do what you want yeah uh, mothers but uh, i'm pretty sure you shouldn't be smoking and drinking alcohol uh, when you're this far along um, <laughs> with, with your uh, your pregnancy. But anyway, so the, the girl, she's about to walk into the house. But then uh, here comes uh, John and the sheriff uh, and they go running. She sees the lights and then she turns around and, and cuts out. But um, John runs upstairs to check on his son. His son is just sitting there asleep. And uh, he's they don't tell him anything, but they, they do tell his wife that hey this this is happening and these these weird kids are out there running around but she's not really listening to it. Um, I believe her daughter's name was uh, Jenny, um, and so she's the one that's walking around outside trying to get in the house. Um, the sheriff and those guys are all kind of in there just trying to figure out what's going. On. This is when they hear the news about the the power plant and all that's happening uh, of them trying to fix everything. But uh, the mom, uh, I think her name was Kathy, she sees her daughter, Jenny, outside. So she goes open up the door, and then Jenny's out there, Mommy. But then as she goes out to, to go hug her daughter, John comes running in. You can't touch her. That's not her. And she starts, ah, flipping out. And the sheriff goes running out uh, looking, uh, looking for her. Um, it's all dark outside. And then John's like, look, go back in the house. So he goes running after uh, the sheriff, and they're looking uh, for his daughter. But uh, they're they're running all over the place. They have a big giant house, so they're running out by the barn. They don't see uh, anything. They they can't find her. Um. So while they're they're looking around, they end up going into one of the uh, the cellars of the the barn. Uh, they don't see anything in there. But uh, while they're in there. Uh, the the kid the kids are in there hiding, and uh, one of them grabs uh, the sheriff's arm and just sizzles it, and he starts to scream uh, because they John sees Jenny and she's like Daddy, but then the sheriff stops her like Don't don't touch her. Oh, he she doesn't touch uh, the sheriff. She touches uh, her dad, and he's ah he burns his hand. He Jenny burns her dad's hand, and he starts running. And as the kids as they're trying to get out of that barn, the kids start coming out of the cut 
and the sheriff, man, he he pulls out his six shooter and starts shooting the kids. Uh, he blasts one of them. I think her name is uh, Ellen. She gets shot, but she falls down and just gets right back up. <laughs> so you're like, oh man. So they don't know what they don't know what to do. They obviously think that they they don't they can't be killed. So uh, the sheriff grabs John and they go running back into the house. And John just ah, oh, his hands all just chemical burned looking. Uh, they look outside and they see the kids all out there. There's um, I think there's yeah, there's, no, there's five of them uh, that are out there. So they're still trying to figure out uh, John's wife. She's trying to help him fix everything. She goes up and checks her son, makes sure he's all right. Um, and then she hears gunshots. So the mom runs back downstairs, and the sheriff is pumping. Uh, Rounds, uh, uh, shotgun blasts <laughs> out of the window at the kids. Uh, I assume he doesn't hit them. They don't show him that he's just like uh, letting off some rounds. And then uh, the mom comes running up behind the sheriff and busts the pot over his head because she doesn't uh, want him shooting the kids. But John's telling her, like, look, these these kids are dangerous. They're not. Uh, the kids we know, but she she does not believe in it. She ain't having it. Uh, we go outside. One of the kids made it up onto uh, the little awning that uh, goes over to uh, Tommy's room, and Tommy's laying there asleep. And that kid starts scratching the. Um, I think his name is Paul. Yeah, Paul. He starts scratching the window, and then uh, Tommy wakes up. So he goes over and hey, Paul, what's up? And he opens the window and lets Paul in the house. And then they start playing like, or he's, Tommy thinks it's a game. So he runs and starts uh, hiding from Tommy. But Tommy comes in, or uh, Paul comes in and uh, he's, he's like just chasing him around. Uh, the mom, she starts to hear things banging around upstairs. So she goes running upstairs. But then when she gets up to the room, she sees that uh, um, Tommy is laying, or yeah, Tommy is laying on the floor. And he's dead. He's all his face is all burned up. Uh, cool little kid. Uh, this little actor. They really let him put all that uh, makeup on his face to to look all burned. But when the, the when the mom goes in there, she sees Paul, and he starts coming after her, and he's walking like a like a mummy. His hands are out and uh, everything, and he's chasing her down the stairs. She's she's like kind of trotting along, and he's like just walking. But uh, when He's coming. Paul's coming down the stairs. John comes around the corner with a shotgun, and then he blasts Paul, and Paul goes flying off the the stairs. But when he he falls, and then he just sits right back up. He's got this weird, crazy smile on his face. He gets up, and he's going towards uh, John's wife. And then here comes the sheriff. He comes running in, and he's about to touch uh, the mom. But the sheriff comes in with a sword because and Paul has his hand sticking out and he this sheriff just cuts both of Paul's hands off and then he just falls backwards. And then we see the hands on on both uh, severed hands on the ground and then their fingernails aren't aren't black anymore. So they figured out this is how we kill him. So they're all geared up and everything They're They're still like. They don't know what caused all this. So they're still trying to come up with a plan. Like, look, these these aren't the kids. 
that we know and we we know how to kill them so we're gonna have to uh take them all out so while they're gearing up the sheriff was by the window uh putting in some shells into his shotgun and uh here comes ellen she comes uh like sticking her her hand through the window trying to touch the sheriff but the sheriff pulls the the little uh, door shut on the window John comes running over and with the sword and cuts her hand off and then she goes falling down and then she's laying out in the, in the garden. They're like, fuck. All right. So now that they know what to do, they, uh, John and the sheriff go loading up, uh, Sheriff Billy, that's his name. They go out and start looking for the other kids, uh, in the dark. Uh, they make it back, uh, to the little barn where they first saw when they first encountered all of them. And then they they see them, and then the the sheriff he goes in there and he's got the sword. He, again, he knows what to do, and he just oh, the, oh let me go back a little. When the uh, when they when they kill the kids, they make this crazy noise. I mean, we don't see the kids making that noise. We, they kind of just fall down and they make that noise. From what I understand, it's they just recorded a, a cat. And then they that's the sound of the kids dying. So they go looking for him. They finally find them all. And uh, John's like, well, I can't do it. Because he, he tried to get him to uh, to go and kill those kids. And he's like, I, I can't, I can't. So the sheriff just goes in there and just starts swinging that sword and kills the rest of the kids. Um, we hear him, we see him swinging the sword right at him, but then the camera kind of goes back and you hear, and then the camera's like, oh, boom, that's, I thought this was going to be the end of the movie, but it wasn't. Uh, the sheriff comes out, John comes out, and he's just like, oh, man, that's, uh, that's a night. All the kids are dead and everything, so um, we we should be all right. But, uh the sheriff, he he goes back uh, to his car and like he's getting ready to go. And uh, John, he hears his wife uh, screaming. She's like, ah! So he goes running into the house while the sheriff is getting into his car. And he's sitting there. And then uh, in the back seat, uh, here comes, um, what's her name? Uh... What's her name? I think her name was Ellen. She's in the back seat uh, of the car of the um of the squad car. She was the one that came through the window, and they only cut off one of her hands, so didn't kill her. So she leans up, and she's got her other hand, and touches uh, Sheriff Billy, and then he's he's done for. So he's dead. John comes running back out just in time to see. Uh, Billy Lane are dead, but when he gets up, he sees Ellen there, and she sees him. She starts to back away, and then John or John just starts swinging that sword, and we assume cuts her hand off. She falls behind the car, and we just see John swinging that sword, and then rah, that crazy noise. So John's there. Uh, the sheriff Billy is dead, and all that. So he's like, oh, well. oh, this is when he hears his wife and goes running in the house. All right, so. He's got to go in there and she's uh, she's got to give birth uh, to this kid. 
So he's, she's like, you got to help me. You got to help me. Um, the camera, once the, the baby's born and everything's all right, the camera goes around. Uh, we see the kids laying there all dead with their hands cut off. And uh, it's just like the sun's coming up. We're, we're seeing the, the animals eating out in the pasture. And then we see um, the mom, uh, Kathy, she's feeding uh, the new little baby. And it's all nice music and everything going on. And then John's like, oh, okay. And then uh, he looks down at uh, the new little baby. And then his eyes start to get really big and big. And the baby is breastfeeding. But we see the little baby's hands. And the baby's fingernails are black. And then that's your movie. <laughs> so um the movie was cool i liked it i mean again it, it was goofy in parts uh, and everything but um they tried to be as serious as they can um just because trauma is in front of the produced uh, the produce this thing it doesn't mean that it's all super doopy super doopy wacky and, and crazy and everything but i love this film i've not seen this in a really really long time again i think the last time i saw it was Sometime in the 80, mid-80s when it came on TV. And I do remember seeing it the first time at the drive-in. Um, but I like this film. I'm glad that I found it again because I, I would have not remembered the name of this movie. I guess I could have just typed in kids with hands and you get burned on Google and then it would have popped up. But, oh, man, it was weird, though, because we were talking about the brood and everything. And then I mentioned this movie and then I go to just look on Peacock to see uh, what horror movies they got on there. And there it was. And I was like, this looks familiar. So I clicked on it. And then they show a picture of a kid with black fingernails and his hands going up towards the, the camera. And I went, oh, shit, this is it. So I, that's why I watched it. But uh, Again, check this movie out. Uh, best of the 80s, early 80s, 1980. Uh, it's rated R. The movie's only an hour and a half. And um it goes by pretty quick. Well, all right, everyone. That's going to be it tonight. Don't know what's coming next. So just come back tomorrow until then. So everyone out there, thank you so much for listening to everything we got so far. We're coming down to the last uh, few days of October. And yeah, um, we're going to we're going to keep on going. We got some more shows for you. And uh, yeah, just come back tomorrow. So until then, be safe out there and party on.